Hey everyone, I'm Dennis Hong. And this is Help. I'm an entrepreneur, a podcast for those who have taken on the challenge of entrepreneurship and who love tips and advice from successful entrepreneurs who have overcome tricky obstacles along the way. Today, I have Dennis Hong, a co-founder of Pattern, a business that completely changed the dynamic between how retailers like Amazon and Walmart handle returns, turning products that ended up in landfills into a sustainable, low-cost experience for shoppers, also known as green purchasing. All right, Dennis, it's time for my favorite segment, Tea Time. So I actually, I've got here some coffee for you. I don't have any tea for us to drink, and I definitely see there's a trend here with the whole tea thing. But you know what? Alas, that's not the kind of tea we will be having today. Now, I do love Tea Time, Dennis. This is the time to air out a story you haven't told, specifically a tough time you've had with your business that really puts you in a bind. And it was someone else's doing where you thought to yourself, does this happen to everyone? This can't be normal, can it? I think there's something really wrong here. Now, we don't use real names, no company names, as much as I'd like justice over the airwaves. So Dennis, what's your tea? Sure, um, I'm not a tea person. I've, I've always preferred <laughs> coffee. I've always preferred coffee over yeah. tea. So I don't mind the coffee, but I appreciate that. Rock bottom, okay, tea time. So when I graduated in 2017, my older brother and I were trying to figure out what to do next. Pattern wasn't even a thought. Um, I've always had the luxury of growing up in a business environment. My parents started essentially a computer repair shop and that mm -hmm. business grew, right? And we originally built Pattern to support that business, which is always why I've always worked in an office setting. But what happened is in 2019, we were just, uh, it was a normal day. Long story short, we received a call from Fort Worth Police that, or we received a call from ADT that someone was in our building. And long story short, me and Davis stopped by the building and we didn't see anything like noticeable that looked like forced entry or anything so we just left the next morning my dad comes swings by the warehouse to check it out they uh whoever robbed us took over three hundred thousand dollars worth of inventory Whoa. and that shot like and this was before we even decided to build pattern for maybe three maybe for about two ish three ish years after me and davis graduated we were trying to figure out what to do next and then hitting like rock bottom made it seem crazy yeah. We were prepping for sales for the holidays because my parents focused in, in electronics and mm -hmm. essentially they stole over $300,000 worth of inventory and there was not much we could do. There, there yeah. was not, there was nothing we could do. We could file with insurance. Uh, we didn't, we didn't think this would ever happen. So we didn't have, I think it's, I think it's called inventory insurance mm -hmm. and we, we never had it. We thought, we thought we purchased it the year before, but we didn't. Oh, that's devastating. And then uh, a lot of times uh, with robberies like this, even if you get videos, like they're not super good. Like as long as like- You can't the, enhance. The, yeah, that yeah. Doesn't the, exist. The, 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 the face, the person covers up their face. And even like all their license plates and stuff like they're they're pretty smart. Like they're really smart about it. Like we felt like it was a very sophisticated, like well thought out process because uh, we have a video of them essentially backing up like a truck into our shopping center and taking everything. But I treat it as a blessing in disguise because me and Davis weren't focused on what to do next. After that incident, me and my brothers, we said, hey, we need to figure something out quick. And that's when we were like, we already got something good working at home. Why not start here? And that's kind of like why we developed Pattern. It was originally for this home business, right? And it was originally for electronics and we've basically just moved away from electronics. We've only focused on essentially women's fashion now. So how did that situation ultimately shape you as an entrepreneur? And what did you learn from it? I learned that 
I guess it shaped me to be more, uh, more just, just to be more focused on what's important and what's not important. And that's kind of like what I talked with you about mm-hmm. earlier, right? Uh, how we spent the mass pitch, like what's important, like how, how does your company make money? That should be like the most important thing. Like if you're not, if you're, if you're spending a year on creating your Facebook page, right? Like it's, especially, especially when you're first starting off, it's not, it's not important. You got to make those phone calls. You got to try to find customers. You got to try to figure out how to like make money to make your business uh, sustainable. Uh, what it taught me was to be more resilient, more focused, and to also to focus on what you know the best, right? I already knew about the returns industry, but it was never an industry that I originally wanted to focus on. Like me and my brothers thought of the idea just to essentially, uh, are you familiar with the term white labeling? Yeah. Yeah. So white labeling a product and trying to like start our own like brand. Yeah. Right. Uh, and we tried to do that. We didn't try to do that, but we brainstormed it for maybe about two years, but we never really pulled the trigger or anything. Mm-hmm. And essentially like working with my mom and dad for those two years of trying to figure out of what to do was more of like just kind of going through the motions and not really focusing on what to do next. Right. Because of this essentially huge robbery, that's when we really focused and we really came together to kind of develop pattern to what it is today. And that propelled you forward. So you had that push. Essentially, yeah. And that was kind of like that rock bottom moment that said, hey, we need to figure out something quick because otherwise these doors are closing and I need to go like go back, like go get a real job in the corporate world. And so far, um, that was the biggest rock bottom that kind of shaped me. Resilience is one of the cornerstones to an entrepreneur's ability to navigate devastating blows to a business, often unforeseen, and as Dennis described, can take an entrepreneur to rock bottom. Dennis and his family have shown that they were able to overcome a seemingly insurmountable challenge with entrepreneurial resilience, becoming a blessing in disguise by teaching Dennis to ensure he focuses on what's important for a sustainable business and by focusing on what he knew best, ultimately creating the company we know today as Pattern. Now, these challenges are daunting, and in those tough times, how do entrepreneurs get through it mentally? Join us for our next episode to find out one strategy Dennis has used to build his mental resilience and how it helps him with his business. You can find out more about Dennis on LinkedIn and find out more about his company, Pattern.io. That's P-A-T-T-U-R-N dot I-O. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast at helpimanentrepreneur.com, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify for the opportunity to get early access to our episodes and to get answers to your entrepreneurial questions from our guests and more. See you next time.